What's up? It's me again, your boy, Ruby Room. Welcome to the Gathering Strength Podcast. Today I'm going to be diving into the depths of spiritual wisdom and personal growth. In today's episode, I'm going to explore the significance of recognizing and respecting the readiness and receptivity of our audience. And I'm also going to explain why it's crucial why we not cast our precious pearls before swine. Join me as we uncover the power of discernment in sharing important truths and spiritual teachings, weaving parables and real-life examples that illuminate the path of authentic connection and transformative growth. Prepare to gather your strength and let's embark on a journey of profound insights. Let's dive in mindful of the pearls before swine. I'm your host. Come on, you all know me. It's your boy, Ruby Rube. I got your back. I want you to have the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank. And I want you to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger via 1974 as he was competing for the Mr. Olympia Bodybuilding Championship. I want you to look jacked. I want your veins to have veins. And man, life is tough. Life is heavy. We're not always going to have a spot to help us lift the heaviness of life. So, the choice is time to prepare for life's inevitable storms are when the seas calm and winds favorable. Now Warren Buffett, he's the one who said the more you learn, the more you earn. And by golly, you gonna learn today. And today, man, the sun is shining. There's a cool breeze flowing through my bangs. And I have a metaphorical cat purring on my lap. Now we're going to be talking about a biblical scripture found in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verse 6. And don't worry, non-believers, I'm not going to be trying to convert you. I'm not going to be thumping my Bible because even this information is applicable to you and to um, people who are believing in the powers of their lucky rabbit's feet, their uh, posters of or shrine of Joe DiMaggio, any any other type of dark magic that's out there. But, no matter who you are, what religious background you believe in, I'm going to show you how it is important to not cast your holiest of pearls before swine. Alright, now let's dive into the nitty gritty. The biblical scripture, do not cast your pearls before swine, is found in the New Testament of the Bible, specifically in the Gospel of Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. In this verse, Jesus is teaching his disciples about uh, during the Sermon on the Mount, imparting wisdom and instructing them on various aspects of righteous living. Now, this full verse is as follows. Uh, Matthew 7, Uh, Verse 6, do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn and tear you into pieces. Now, I heard this a long time ago, and once again, it was something that went right over my head, in one ear and out the other, and I was left more confused and baffled left with the feeling of total befuddlement. And now as life has moved on and I have obtained some mental strength, some spiritual strength, 
and I have obtained a, a level of maturity. Now, because of all that, I'm able to wrap my mind around these pearls and these swines. Because before, I was like, man, I don't own any pearls. And I don't plan on going to a farm anytime soon. And if I do go to a farm, I'm certainly not going to be throwing pearls before their feet. Like I said, I used to be an idiot. But hey, now I, now I understand. And hopefully, I'm going to illuminate this topic so that uh, you you can maybe reduce some friction and unnecessary stress in your life. Now let's let's work it out. Let's get in these reps. Do not give what is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before swine. Uh, the terms dog and swine are used metaphorically. They are not meant to refer to literal animals, but symbolize certain types of people or behaviors. Now, dogs and swine, they are used to represent individuals who are unable or unwilling to appreciate or understand the value of what is being offered to them. They symbolize those who are unreceptive, disrespectful, or contemptuous towards the teachings or wisdom being shared. Now, this metaphor suggests that just as dogs would trample on what is holy or valuable to them, and swine would disregard or trample on pearls, there are people who would not appreciate or respect the spiritual or valuable insights being presented to them. It advises caution in sharing sacred or precious teachings with those who are not receptive or may even disrespect or oppose them. Now, overall, what this scripture is talking about is that it emphasizes the need for discernment in choosing the appropriate audience for sharing wisdom and encourages individuals to avoid wasting their valuable insights on those who are unlikely to appreciate or benefit from them. Now, let, let us continue. Let's dig in. Let's bust out those shovels, those backhoes. And those jackhammers and this break through the surface and get a little bit deeper. We're going to get deep into this biblical scripture. So deep that, hey, you know what? Hopefully your head doesn't explode similarly to that submarine that went to go and try to take a sneak peek at the Titanic. Now let us talk about these pearls. The phrase casting pearls before swine is a meta metaphorical warning against sharing valuable or sacred things with those who are unable or unwilling to appreciate their world worth. Pearls in biblical symbolism representing something precious, valuable, or sacred. By using this metaphor, Jesus advises his disciples to exercise discernment and caution in sharing spiritual teachings or truths with those who are not receptive or who may even mock or reject them. Now, this is going to be applicable to you and me, not only in the spiritual sense, but when it comes to sharing our dreams, our goals, the people who we wish to become. If we share all of those valuable things, all of those things sacred to us, if we share that with the wrong people, well, you know what? They're going to trample on them. They're going to poo-poo on your parade. They're going to, you know, just shit all over everything that you just shared with them. Similar to how pigs would treat 
those metaphorical pearls in the Bible. Now, it's fascinating because when you think about it, this is something that I have experienced in my life where I shared a a goal and, you know, like, for example, I had shared that, you know, in in the past, I was like, you know what, I'm going to start, you know, I'm going to run a marathon. And I'm going to stop drinking alcohol. I'm going to stop doing all of that Bush League things. And I'm going to, you know, elevate my life. And some of the people who I shared it with, they're like, hey, um, I used to do all that stuff back in the day, but not anymore. The only running that I do are beer runs. And they would, you know, kind of look at me like I was crazy for wanting to get in shape or wanting to stay in shape. And they would talk about and brag about how much dope they did the other last weekend or how many beers they they drank like hey like for example there's a time where i had i just so happened to have ran 18 miles you know the the night before and then i get with this group of guys and they're like hey what'd you do you know this this last weekend i was like hey now now that you asked i'm training for this marathon and, and i ran 18 miles and they would be like oh wow i I drank 18 beers. And, you know, they would kind of hold that as like a badge of honor. And, you know, they would just go on about how crazy I was for, like I said, wanting to be in shape, wanting to get stronger. And essentially, you know, the thing that I was holding sacred to myself, the my goal of becoming a marathon runner or wanting to stay and or be super fit, you know, they would trample on it. They would shit on it. They'd make me feel like I was the crazy one. And little did I know that, man, this this sentiment was expressed biblically thousands of years ago. And now I'm able to find comfort and solace in that because there was a time where I would try to, you know, elevate some of these people who were in my circle of five. And because they were unwilling to learn, they were unreceptive, and they were not on the same path that I was. And you know what? They also didn't have the same information bouncing around in their heads. Now, because I would try to, you know, share some of these things that I was learning, it was ultimately shit on. It was trampled on. And the the biblical scripture even goes to say that they will tear you apart. And how fascinating is it that here I am sharing a goal, a dream, a desire to change and manifest this into someone and something that is bigger, more brilliant and stronger. And I'm sharing it with the pig, a dog, and they're trampling on it. Now, I know that you have a goal within your heart, within your mind, within your soul and you have shared it with someone who you thought was, you know, going to be that person to help encourage you or motivate you or, you know, instill something along your journey to give you some sustenance to help you overcome a particular barrier only to have it all shit on, shot down and you made feel you made feel uncomfortable, awkward, and ultimately uneasy. 
Now, because I have addressed this biblical scripture, gave you some real-world advice, I'm going to teach and show you how we can avoid this and how it can improve our lives. So, hey, man, tune in because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not only give you some fish, I'm going to teach you how to fish. Now, because that biblical uh, scripture, that, that teaching of Jesus Christ, overall, that scripture, it encourages believers to discern the appropriate audience and context for sharing their faith, ensuring that the message is received and appreciated by those who can truly value it rather than wasting it on those who may disregard or oppose it. Now, whether you are sharing your faith or, you know, like I said, a goal or a dream, you need to discern the appropriateness of your audience and the context for sharing those dreams and those goals because you want to ensure that the message is going to be received and appreciated by those who can truly value it rather than sharing those dreams and those goals and wasting your time and energy and your essence on those who who may disregard or completely oppose it. Now, the question of who to share wisdom with can vary depending on the situation and nature of the wisdom being shared. However, in general, wisdom is best shared with those who are receptive, open-minded, and seeking knowledge or guidance. Now, here are some considerations. Uh, the first type of person who you're going to want to share your, your dreams, your goals, the things that you hold sacred within yourself, your secrets. You're going to want to share those with people who are seekers of knowledge. Share wisdom with individuals who genuinely desire to learn and grow. These are people who are open to new ideas, perspectives, and insights. They are curious, humble, and willing to consider different viewpoints. Trusted friends and mentors. Share wisdom with close friends, family members, or mentors who have earned your trust. These are individuals who have demonstrated their ability to listen, provide support, and offer constructive feedback. They have shown a genuine interest in your well-being and personal growth. Some more people who you are able to share those pearls of wisdom with are those in need. Share wisdom with people who are going through challenging times or seeking guidance. This can include individuals who are facing difficult decisions, experiencing emotional distress, or seeking advice on specific areas in life. Your wisdom and support can be of great help to them. More people to share your pearls of wisdom with are teachable individuals key word is they have to be teachable. Share wisdom with those who have a willingness to learn and a humble attitude. These individuals are open to receiving guidance, corrections, and suggestions for improvement. They recognize that they don't have all the answers and are eager to grow personally, intellectually, or spiritually. You can also share your pearls of wisdom with disciples and students. If you have knowledge or expertise in a particular field, share wisdom with disciples or students who are specifically seeking to learn from you. These individuals have chosen you as their teacher or mentor and are actively seeking your guidance in a specific area. Now, once again, it's important to exercise discernment and consider the receptivity of the person or group you are sharing wisdom with. Not everyone may be ready or willing to receive it, and it's important to respect their autonomy and their choices. 
Wisdom is most effective when it is shared in a way that respects the free will and readiness of the recipient. Now, I already hear what you're saying. You're probably thinking to yourself, Hey, Ruby Rube, why do I need to know about pearls and these swine and how I should not cast these pearls before swine? Well, I'm glad you asked because understanding this scripture can have several potential benefits in your life. Now, here are a few ways it can be beneficial. Number one, it is going to be discernment in sharing. By considering the receptivity and readiness of the audience, you can avoid wasting your time and energy on wisdom on individuals who may not appreciate or benefit from it. This helps you focus your efforts on those who are more likely to value and grow from the wisdom you have to offer. Now, hey, you don't need to thank me because I'm saving you time and money and stress. You know, just give me a nice little like, a follow, and maybe even share this with someone who you feel can benefit from it. Because, man, if we can save our energy trying to teach people who are just, you know, not ready to receive or don't see any of the value in the things that we're you know, to, to offer them this wisdom, hey, then that's fine because we're not going to be able to save everybody. We're not going to be able to teach everybody, you know, the things that have helped benefit us. Ultimately, they have to go through their paths in which, you know, fate has in store for them. And for whatever reason, you know, they just don't want to take the advice from you, maybe because they know you too well. And, you know, sometimes people just would rather learn from other people. Hey, you know what? For example, that reminds me of a story. Do you know Hulk Hogan, (laughs) right? Everybody knows Hulk Hogan. Now, check this out. He's a big hulking man, right? I don't know. He's like six foot two, three or four or something like that. I don't know. A giant. He's super strong, has a major physique. But guess what his wife wanted at the time? They ended up getting a divorce, but his wife wanted to pay for a trainer. Yep. Maybe, you know, there were some alternative motives there. Maybe she just wanted to try to sneak off and get some side action from the trainer. But, you know, when you think about it, Hulk Hogan, he knows how to get big and strong. And he knows a little bit about the body. He knows a little bit about... Lifting weights, diet, exercise, everything that can encompass, you know, the the body and how to build it. Hulk Hogan knows how to do it. But, you know, his wife did not want to take advice from him. She wanted a, a trainer. So just know in your mind that there are going to be people who are not open to receive anything positive that you have to say they're not open to hear how you did it how you achieved your results they're if anything they're going to poo poo on it and you know kind of kind of discredit your work and your success now because we have the understanding that you know we could potentially be casting our pearls before swine this is going to help us with the preservation of energy and emotional well-being. 
Let's see. Sharing your wisdom, especially with individuals who are unresponsive or hostile, can be emotionally draining and discouraging. Understanding the scripture can help you conserve your energy and emotional well-being by refraining from engaging in fruitless arguments or investing time and effort in situations where your wisdom is likely to be rejected or unappreciated. This allows you to redirect your energy towards more productive endeavors and relationships. So now we have time that we're saving, we have energy that we're saving, and now we have emotional well-being and the preservation of energy that we are saving by not arguing with these people who are, you know, equivalent to swine and dogs in our lives. You know, not not that we are, you know, better than them. Not we're not saying that they are swine, but as it pertains to them shitting all over wisdom and not seeing value in wisdom that is applicable to everybody. You know, wisdom, that, that's, that's the one thing about wisdom. It applies to everybody. Doesn't matter your age, your gender, your, your background, your religion, your wealth, your status, your education level. None of that stuff. Wisdom applies to everybody. Another benefit that understanding this scripture is going to increase your life is protecting boundaries and personal growth. The scripture serves as a reminder to protect your boundaries and prioritize your personal growth. By discerning when and with whom to share your wisdom, you ensure that you maintain healthy relationships and personal well-being. It allows you to focus on your grow- on your own growth and development without being sidetracked by unproductive interactions or investing in relationships that don't reciprocate the value you bring. Now, another thing that we're going to need to discern is that as we grow and mature and evolve, if the people who we hold in our close circle of five, if those people are not growing, maturing, and evolving, then there is going to be some inevitable arguments and some bickering going back and forth because the person who is growing, evolving, taking on new information and then living their life in accordance with the newly obtained wisdom, then, you know, when conversations come up, then that is when there's going to be potential for your pearls, the things that you hold sacred, your wisdom that you have obtained when you share it and when you cast it out before those swine, they're going to trample all over it. Now, Another way that this can be beneficial to your life is enhancing impact and relevance. When you are selective about sharing your wisdom with those who are receptive, it increases the potential impact and relevance of your insights. By sharing your wisdom with individuals who are genuinely seeking knowledge or guidance, you are more likely to make a meaningful difference in their lives. This can create a positive ripple effect as they, in turn, may share and apply the wisdom they received, leading to a broader positive impact you know the benefits go on and on because as you cultivate respect for wisdom understanding this scripture can deepen your appreciation for wisdom and its values by recognizing the significance of pearls and the caution against casting them before swine you develop a reverence for the wisdom you possess and become more uh, you become more 
intentional in how you share it. This can lead to a deeper appreciation for the wisdom of others and a desire to engage in more meaningful and mutual, mutually beneficial conversations. And who wouldn't want all these benefits to manifest in their lives? Because understand, understanding and applying the wisdom behind the scripture can help you cultivate discernment. Preserve your energy and emotional well-being. Protect your personal growth, enhance your impact, and develop a greater respect for wisdom. Ultimately, it can guide you towards more purposeful and fulfilling interactions, relationships, and personal development. Yep, this is all in the realm of gathering strength because, man, is life is not all about lifting heavy-ass weight, running hella far, hella fast. You know, it's the buff body, mind, spirit, and bank. And when you have all of those things... Now, let's say you are ignorant about this scripture. Now, this can have negative consequences in your life. Well, first of all, it's going to be wasting your energy and resources. Without understanding the scripture, you may inadvertently invest your energy, time, and resources in sharing your wisdom with individuals who are not receptive or appreciative. This can lead to frustration, disappointment, and a sense of wasted effort. As your valuable insights may go unheeded or even rejected, it can drain your emotional well-being and hinder your ability to focus on fruitful endeavors. This can also strain your relationships. Sharing wisdom with people who are unwilling or unable to appreciate it can strain relationships. If you consistently try to offer insights or guidance to those who dismiss or reject them, it may create a sense of conflict or tension. This can damage trust, lead to misunderstandings, and hinder healthy communication and connection with others. Now, this is something that I am guilty of because, you know, with the people who are in your your close circle of five, you want them all to win. You want the best. You want the best for them. You know, when you see a weakness or something that, you know, they might be blind to, you know, with the information that you have obtained, it's like, hey, let's talk about it. Let's address these situations and circumstances and let's apply strength. And discipline, because after all, hey, we claim to be strong, we claim to be disciplined, but the ways that we act, you know, our aspirational values, they're not aligning with what we actually do. Now, that is called a hypocrite. And what type of person wants to be a hypocrite? Ultimately, you know, you have to remove yourself or remove them. Just either either way, there just has to be a separation because they're they're gonna be stifling your growth. You're gonna be, you know, upsetting them. It's just gonna be a strain. Sheesh. Stagnation and lack of growth is also gonna be a byproduct of remaining ignorant of this of this concept. By indiscriminately sharing your wisdom with everyone, regardless of the readiness or receptivity, you may miss out on opportunities for personal growth and learning. Engaging in meaningful conversations and interactions with individuals who are receptive to your wisdom can stimulate intellectual and spiritual growth, challenge your perspectives, and expand your own understanding. Some more things to pile on the negativity pile disillusionment and discouragement 
continuously facing rejection or lack of appreciation for your wisdom can result in disillusionment and discouragement. It may dampen your enthusiasm for sharing insights, eroding your self-confidence, and diminish your motivation to contribute your wisdom to others. This can limit your potential to positively impact those who could genuinely benefit from your knowledge and experiences. Missed Opportunities for Mutual Learning Ignoring this scripture may cause you to overlook opportunities for mutual learning and growth. By sharing wisdom with those who are not receptive, you may inadvertently close yourself off to receive insights and wisdom from others who can contribute to your own development. Embracing the principle of discernment and recognizing the receptivity of others allows for a more balanced exchange of wisdom and fosters a culture of mutual learning. So overall, remaining ignorant of the scripture can lead to wasting your time, your energy, strain your relationships, stagnation in personal growth, disillusionment, and missed opportunities for mutual learning. Understanding and applying the wisdom it conveys can help you navigate interactions and share your wisdom in a more discerning, effective, and mutually beneficial manner. Before I hang up my hat on this podcast episode of Pearls and Swine, to summarize, you want to share your knowledge with seekers of knowledge, trusted friends and mentors, those in need, teachable individuals, and disciples and students. And you want to avoid sharing your pearls of wisdom with closed-minded individuals, people who are argumentative or hostile, manipulative individuals, and those unwilling to take responsibility because they can potentially, or this can potentially have harmful consequences. Remember, wisdom is valuable and sharing it should be approached with discernment. It's not about withholding knowledge, but about considering the readiness, receptivity, and ethical implications of sharing wisdom with different individuals and different situations. That'll do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Don't forget to give me a like, a subscribe, and a follow. Share me with a buddy or a pal. And until next time, it's onward. Always onward.